welcome back. Matt Garner here with you. I uh, want to take just a few minutes. We're still in Acts chapter 3. There's going to be one more session to come after this. But um, this is just a short thought that I have for you. and um, But I believe it contains God's heart to speak to you and to challenge you to maybe see the world. See those in your world um, in the way that he wants you to see them. And this is how it challenged me. But let's quickly read. Maybe just the first couple of verses of Acts chapter 3. It says, Now when Peter and John went up together, we've preached about together, to the temple at the hour of prayer. We've spoken about the hour of prayer and our devotion to Jesus. And a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate, which is called beautiful, to ask for alms to those who entered the temple. It's quite ironic that something that's so ugly and broken is put at the gate of the temple and that gate of the temple is called beautiful. And to me, it's a picture of religion, right? It's a picture of like how the system can't fix the ugliness that is a result of sin and being in a sinful world. It takes something different. It takes something unique. It takes something that's not ordinary to bring healing into that space. Who seeing Peter, verse three, and John about to go into the temple, asked for arms and fixing his eyes on him with John. Peter said, look at us. And you know the rest of the story if you've been listening the last couple of sessions. But he received a miracle that day. And I want to just quickly focus in on that one simple verse, verse number two, one that we never preach about. But it says, And a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid at the laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. Now I was looking into this. I had this real moment with the Holy Spirit. And my simple prayer today is that you would have the same, to be honest. My prayer is that the Holy Spirit would fill wherever you are, that he would touch your heart, that he would move in you to repent and to ask God for a new heart. Because I found myself in a moment saying, Lord, I've had a heart of stone and I need you to come and make it a heart of flesh again. I need you to make it a soft heart. I need it to be a soft heart so that I can see the world that I live in, that you've strategically placed me in on mission through the eyes of the spirit and not through the eyes of my own ambition and desire and sinfulness. And I feel the presence of God right now and I believe wherever you are, I'm praying that you would experience his glory and his power in an unprecedented way. I don't care where it is. I don't care if you're at a gym on a treadmill right now, pumping weights. I don't care if you're in a train Maybe you're at home, maybe you're on a walk. I humbly ask the Holy Spirit to come and move upon you in a way that brings about a change forever. I felt, I came to this place where I was, um, as I was studying this text, I came across, across that word, a certain man lame from his mother's womb. And I just felt this prompting in my heart to look up that word man. 
just simply M-A-N. So in my Bible program that I've got, it helps me look up the meanings of words and read and study and do all those sorts of things. I looked it up and the, and the word in the Greek literally means human being. A certain human being lame from his mother's womb. And it struck me, um, probably like it would have struck the disciples, that they've probably walked past this man many times. And this is what having the Holy Spirit in your life, the friend, the helper, the parakletos, the, 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 the one that wants to um, speak into your heart, the one that wants to give you boldness and power to be a witness for him in the world. It, it grabs hold of your attention at times so that you can't just walk past things. See, before you just saw it as just, just the lame guy, the lame man. But now when you walk past, you see him as a human being. And it's my prayer for the church that as we look at our communities, we look at our neighbors and our families and our friends, we don't see their brokenness, but we see the beauty. We're not overawed by what's, this is what religion does. It tries to get us, wow, that's a beautiful gate. Look at that. And we miss the miracle that God wants to do right there. Because the real beauty is not in the gate. The real beauty is in the broken person that God is about to raise up with his resurrection power. See this man, and it's my prayer that we would see him for who God created him to be, that we would see our world through a different lens, through a spirit-inspired and apostolic and prophetic lens, that we would look into heaven and we would see, well, that's what heaven is like. And so we would then go, well, that's what I want to see on earth. That's what I'm committed to seeing. And we, as the church, not in the building, but we as the church on the way to the building, on the way to a small group, on the way to work, on the way to wherever we're going, would be a people that would start seeing God, people created in the image of God with destiny and with purpose, and the people that God loves and God has a plan for. See, he was broken, but he was human. He was lame, but he was human. He was sinful, but he was the Imagio Dei, the image of God. He was different, but he was still divine. There was divinity inside of him. He, or maybe not he, but the people that we come across on a regular basis, they're addicted. But it's the precious blood of Jesus that has already made atonement for them. Come on. He was homeless. Or maybe it's the homeless person that you walk past that has the little cardboard sign that says, will you, will you give me food? Will you give me money for food and shelter or whatever the case might be? He's homeless, but God called him the temple of the Holy Spirit. He might have been high off his head off drugs. It might be, he might be just high, he might be, have be uh, addicted to you know, meth or whatever the craziest drug is in, in your time right now and your society. He might have been addicted, but friend, I want to tell you, he might have been high, but God saw him as holy. He might have been deformed, but God saw him as loved. He may have been paralyzed, but friend, I want to tell you, 
in God's eyes, he was absolutely beautiful. The real beauty on that day in this text was inside this broken person. And so I'm asking that we would invite the Holy Spirit to help us see through a spirit empowered lens. The lens that sees the world in the way that Jesus blood paid and uh, the way that Jesus died for. That we would see it through a redeemed lens. We would see it through the same value that Jesus saw. We would see it whole and we would see it loved by God's state instead of its current brokenness. The greatest prophetic anointing, listen to me as I speak right now, and as the anointing touches your life, as the Holy Spirit touches you right now, the greatest prophetic anointing we can carry is one that sees humanity in its redeemed and perfect state. The greatest prophetic, you can prophesy, you can do all these sorts of things, but the, the a powerful prophetic and prophetic person in this time is going to be, see, be someone that sees people, humanity through the eyes of Jesus. Friend, then it compels you to minister and love and reach out and minister to the needs of those people because you see heaven inside of them. That's my prayer that you would be those prophetic people. I'm praying right now, Jesus, make these people, cause these people to have such an encounter with you that they would become these prophetic people. They'd become the Peter and Johns that would just walk out of this space. They would walk out of this space and Holy Ghost, I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus that they would see the world through a different lens. Friend, it requires us to lay down our prejudice, lay down everything about who we are and say, I want to serve you. And so therefore, I want to, just like you did Jesus, give my life a ransom for many.